Hey everyone, welcome to On The Go Voice. You're listening to a section of post-college where we introduce professionals and experts or anyone who has been to college recently to get to know what's been going on in their lives. So I want to introduce you guys to a project engineer that works for Meta Engineering out in Honolulu, Hawaii. And he's actually been an old friend of mine. We've been friends a while back in high school. So an uh, even in college, uh, community college. So it's a uh, really dope to be able to reconnect this way to introduce him. So for anybody who might be interested in getting to know what kind of uh, careers you could get into based on what you're studying, hopefully this serves some value to you. With that being said, I'm your host, Charles Sabiaga. And the guest that we have today is Jose Serrano. How are you today, brother? Hey, Charles. Good. I'm good. Glad to be on. Yes, sir. As I am. I'm glad to have you on today. Um, with that being said, I mean, you know, for anybody listening, I want you to actually give you a little bit of a descriptive background for what you do and, you know, just even, even what, who you are as an individual. Of course, of course. Um, so I'm born and raised in Oxnard, California. Um, lived there my whole life. Went to elementary school there and junior high, high school, all that. Um, graduated from Channel High School. Mm-hmm. Uh, went on to Oshner College for a couple years um, and then transferred to the University of Hawaii where I got my degree last year and uh, I've been living out here in Hawaii since uh, 2017 so this is the end of my third year here and it's been a lot of fun a lot of uh, a lot of new experiences that are a lot different than you know living my whole life in Oxnard so right on that's that's, been a lot of fun that's terrific man it's glad I'm glad to know someone from Oxnard is out there living it you know and uh you said the college I mean you went to Oxnard College obviously and then you went to Honolulu uh University uh yes the University of Hawaii Hawaii. oh okay okay cool I I think I interviewed somebody that went there as well too that's pretty cool yeah so so then what 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 did you study I I know when we first touched back in you were studying marine biology right so I mean yeah that's correct is that is that what it is okay that's awesome no yeah so well what actually happened is uh I was doing marine biology at my college and that's actually what I transferred with the intention of uh of majoring in over here Right. And uh, once I got over here, um, I had a I was introduced to a different uh, program that I seemed that it seemed like it was more uh, like uh, geared towards what I wanted to do, which is more like hands-on learning rather than you know more scientific research and lab work. And um, I ended up changing my majors to what I graduated in, which is natural resource and environmental management. Oh wow! Um, and so that's that's a little more um, like environmental rather than like scientific as mm-hmm. marine biology was like geared for. Right, right, right. Um, so once I switched my majors over, it was just, it was just perfect for me. I felt like it was, you know, what I had thought marine biology was going to be like. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I ended up uh, doing my last two years. And that's what I got my degree in. Yeah. Okay. Just out of curiosity. I mean, what, what made you decide to go from marine biology into natural science and environmental major? Um, the biggest thing for me, um, it was pretty simple. Um, as I was doing all my courses that I needed for marine biology, you know, I was taking like the upper level chemistry courses and bio- biology courses and all these different lab um, courses that were really, they were really designed to get you out into like a lab setting okay. and into um, a career where you would be doing research and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, which I mean, don't get me wrong, that stuff is awesome, but I just, right, right. I just didn't feel like it was right for me. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can't really picture myself 
working in a lab or doing that for a career. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Um, so it was like perfect timing because one of the friends that I, uh, one of my first friends that I met over here, he was in that, that other degree program. And uh, he told me that he also was marine biology. And, you know, he switched over mm-hmm. almost the same reasons for me, you know, because we just didn't want to really do research for the rest of our lives. Right, right, and, right. right. Uh, so, so he told me about that. And uh, that's ultimately why I switched over. Just marine biology, as much as I love marine biology and all that, it just, uh, seemed a little too like a uh, research intense mm. in terms of like careers and stuff like that. So, so that's what ultimately prompted me to change. Okay. Well, I mean, from what I'm yeah. hearing, it's pretty relative, especially you're out there in Hawaii where the marine yeah. lifestyle is still kind of out there, but you're not out there the way you would as a marine biology. Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah. So tell, yeah, us, um, tell us a little bit about your, your job, like what you actually do right now and how, you know, your studies actually relate to what you do now. So I, I was in a, um, I would say a very opportunistic situation where um, what happened was that um, I started with the company that I'm working for now. Mm. I started as an intern and uh, I started that internship as one of the like many requirements to graduate. And um, I was taking a soils course at that time. It was like, basically um, like when I registered for that class, I was like, why am I going to learn about soils? You know, but it was, it was one of the requirements. Mm. So I started taking the class and then this, this engineering firm, um, they do a lot of soil testing and uh, they're, they're basically like soils engineers mm. as well as like, you know, geotechnical and civil engineers and other stuff like that. Right. And um, I did my internship with them. And then after I finished my internship, after those first, I think it was like four or five months that I worked with them. Um, the, the main, the main engineer, um, like the boss of the owner of the company, he basically asked me to stay on, um, you know, working part-time as I finished nice. my, my degree. So I did that. And, um, in your bachelor's once I finished, yeah, yeah. Like on my bachelor's. Uh-huh. And, um, once I, once I was, uh, leading up to graduation, he asked me, you know, what are your plans? Are you, you know, moving back to California or are you staying here? You know, what are you planning to do? And I told him I wasn't really sure. And then uh, at that point, he basically offered me a full-time position. And he said, well, nice. if you decide to stay, you know, I've got a full-time position, you know, 40 hours a week, every week, you know, you don't have to worry about anything mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, no paperwork or anything. So, so that's, that's the biggest reason why I, I, I stayed there. I mean, I applied other places, but you know, this place, you know, it's, it's nice to be offered a position straight out of school, you know? That's, that's so, terrific, man. I'm actually super yeah. happy. And that's, that's good to hear, you know, that someone, has yeah. that connection and it, it seems like you made the right choice to and yeah with that being said i mean i kind of want to backtrack you know i mean it seems like it was all said and i'm sure it wasn't just like oh hey you know you, you study you know natural science and environmental science as well let's get you on a job here i'm sure there was a process of course for that that you did so let's, yeah. let's talk a little bit about that in your two years after you know transferring from oxford college what were you specifically doing and kind of like what what was the college life like when you were in those two years in the in the University of Hawaii? So when when I first moved out here, um, it was a little rough at first um, because it's it's pretty it's pretty expensive to live out here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not it's not cheap, and uh, um, I was paying you know more, a lot more money than I'll be paying here. You know, just okay. to share a bedroom with someone, right? Um, and uh, so what I did was the first thing I had to do was look for like alternate uh, housing situations or. Mm. Uh, some other situation that would be better for me to be able to work, to be able to study and, you know, not really, um, not really be super stressed all the time. So I, I ended up having three jobs 
um, by the end of my first semester here. Wow. And it was just, um, it was just getting to be a lot with school and work. So, um, um, again, one, um, a girl that I had met at, at, a at one of my other jobs, she told me that she was also working on campus and she was working, um, um, as an RA, you know, resident assistant yes, um, yes, on yes. campus. So she told me like, yeah, you know, they, they pay for your housing and they give you a stipend every month and, um, you get like free, uh, like free lunch and like dinner, like little meal swipes. Right. So you, you know, it's, it's all included and I'm like, wait, uh-huh. so, that, so you get your housing, you get your housing paid for, you get paid on top of that and your food is free. And I was like, okay, well, I got to apply to this, you know, so, nice. um, I decided to apply and I actually, I, I missed the, the application window, but I still sent in my application anyways. And um, along with the application, I sent an email to like the director of housing. I sent an email over to the director of housing. I kind of explained the situation and, uh, and um, within a couple of weeks, they offered me the position um, after doing an interview, of course. And um, so, so that's kind of um, how like that first semester, first year kind of went. It was, it was a bit stressful when I first came out here and then, once I got that housing job, it just made it so much easier to not have to mm. worry about uh, where I'm living and paying for rent and all that stuff. Right. Um, and as far as school was, I mean, it it, it is a lot different than Oxford College. You know, anytime you go to to any university, and you know this too, it's it's completely different role. You know, going to Oxford College and then going to a big state school, a big mm-hmm. university. Um, it's just it's so many more students, and that teacher to student ratio is just it's insane. You know, mm, so absolutely. Um, so for me, that was the biggest surprise, you know, that was, you know, I walked into like my first chemistry course and it was like 350 students and I was like, <laughs> like what is going on here? You know? how, how, how do I get your attention? <laughs> if I exactly, help. you know, <laughs> like, and then you start thinking like, oh, maybe I'll just email the professor, but then, you know, a hundred people are emailing the professor mm. or you think, oh, I'll stay after the class and talk to the professor and then, you know, class ends and there's 20 students lined up to talk to the professor. And it's just like, it's, it's really like discouraging uh, because you're not getting that, that constant, like, uh, feedback from your professor right side. but it just, i mean it's just one of the many challenges of moving mm-hmm. to like a big school from a small school um, that's all okay cool so and so that's you mentioned that you, you were basically an ra for about two years right yeah so so after that first semester the next the rest of my entire time at, at the university i was i was an ra okay so you yeah. weren't doing any jobs anymore no i was i was still um i had a school uh a school job where I was working at an after-school program. Okay. Um, because at that time, and even so now, I kind of had this idea that that um, I would go into teaching. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I've always been kind of uh, um, open to that because after I graduated high school, my first couple of jobs were all you know tutoring programs or okay. doing stuff that. like that. And um, so that that kind of um, I wanted to keep that going when I came here to Hawaii. So I was working at actually one of the like the top private schools um, it's called Iolani. And um, and I worked there for about a year and a half, um, on and off. And then after that, once I got close to graduation, I just completely dropped that job. Mm. I was working for the housing, and then at that time, I had already started my internship with the engineering firm. Right. So I was just spending my time between engineering, my housing job, and school. And that that's what I was doing basically. Yeah. Nice, nice. It seems mm-hmm. like that definitely helped out because when I was in Cal State Long Beach, I got I actually got involved the first semester. And they offered me to basically, they, they wanted to interview me to be an RA as well. But there was a different uh-huh. position that I was also conflicted with, with, which was revolving around the activities with the okay. students. And it, was in a, and it was in a way where we facilitate the events. 
and I was I chose to be in that this direction where my house yeah. was still paid for, but oh, nice. I, I wanted to be the marketing director. So like to help with yeah. media and how to market out the events. So that was fun, you know. That sounds that sounds like a lot of fun. It sounds it sounds kind of like being a, an RA, but just a little bit more fun. Yes, yeah, but but we yeah. don't like keep in touch of like you know, hey, you gotta sleep or you know, we got some complaints or keeping track. Yeah, of so it's, it's like it's like you you get the fun of the RA job without the responsibility of like being the main exactly. person. <laughs> Instead, what we do is we we took care of people's uh, concerns and stuff. But anyways, I I just yeah. want to point out that is actually a really good solution, and I'm glad you know for anybody that might be going through that process of. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. That's something to look into. I completely over yeah. overlooked that. But with that being said, I mean, okay, so you you got it. You became an RA, and then you're working through these positions. Sure, mm-hmm. I'm sure it was a process, and you could probably just bypass it because you got a job now, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you could probably explain to me how how hard that was in the process. But I'm sure within that, I'm more so curious about your strategy throughout college such as, you know, how, maybe, how did you network, you know, maybe, um, how did you structure your work, st- your work style with, um, you know, after get, getting out of college, because, like, once you're at that college, like, last semester, it gets stressful, or, you know, like, what, 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 yeah. what do I do? So, I'm, I'm no, curious, yeah. what was your plan within that last year to get yourself going, or maybe, maybe you got lucky because you were networking a lot, so I'm just curious how that looks mm-hmm. for you. Yeah, well, I mean, you're you're absolutely right. Like that last that last year of school, after you know you've done so much, at if you know you do after I did like community college first couple of years and then transfer and like it kind of seems like this long process. And then once you get towards the end, it kind of becomes a reality of like, mm-hmm. okay, like I'm gonna finish my school. What's next? You know? Yeah. So yeah, I definitely you know built on those relationships that I made. You know, um, the internship at the engineering firm, all of that was started because um, the residence director that I was working at. Um, one of her close friends was working at that engineering firm. Mm-hmm. So it was just one random day that I came into the cafeteria to, uh, to have lunch, and she was she was sitting down with him, and uh, and uh, I just stopped by to say hi because you know she was my boss, and I was mm-hmm. just trying to be nice. And uh, she was sitting down with this guy that I hadn't met before, and um, I don't know if you know this or not, but there's not a whole lot of Mexicans in Hawaii. Um, I'm sorry. So the guy that, that she was sitting with, you know, time. I could tell he was. He was uh, there's not a lot of Mexicans in Hawaii. I don't know if you knew that or there's, not. But there's not a lot of what? Ah, hold on. I think, I think it's my Wi-Fi. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, try it again. So there, there wasn't a lot of what? There's not a lot of Mexicans. Oh, <laughs> okay. So, so what I was saying is that that um, I noticed that the person that she was sitting with, my boss was sitting with, like he he looked Mexican. He you know like. No racism or anything. He just, you know, yeah, I yeah. grew up around this. You know, a Mexican when you see you one. Got that vibe. Yeah. So, um, so she just kind of introduced me, and she's like, "Oh, you know, he's here's so and so, and he's he's from he's from LA," and I was like, "Oh, I'm you know I'm from Southern California too. I'm from Oxnard." Yeah. He's like, "Oh yeah, I know." Where I so we just started chatting it up, and um, that's where that's where uh, I asked him, you know, like, "What do you do?" Or, um, well, I asked him if he was a student. And he's like, "No, I just graduated." And, I'm working at this engineering firm and I was like, Oh cool. Like what kind of stuff do you do? And then he's the one that told me, Oh, we like, he's the one that mentioned that some of the stuff that they do is solo related. And at that exact time I was taking that solos course and I was looking for an internship. So I was like, okay. Um, and I was like, you know, you think your boss has room for an internship or something like, mm-hmm. cause I got to get some hours. 
and uh, he said, "Oh, I can, I can, uh, I can put in a word and, and see what he says." So then we exchanged phone numbers, and then, you know, within two weeks, I was working with them. Um, so I mean, that that definitely wouldn't have happened if I didn't, you know, if I didn't have the, those connections with like my bosses and right. and stuff like that. And um, I mean, even and after that engineering job, when I started working there, I made so many uh, connections and talked to so many people that are on the professional side of it. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. obviously, you know, as you go to school, you you have, you know, your phone gets loaded up with all these classmates and, you know, you do a project with someone one semester and then their phone, their number stays on your phone for like five years and you're like, I don't even remember this person, yeah, 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 you know? Yeah. yeah. And uh, so like you, you go through so many classmates and people and um, that are doing the same thing that you are, you know, everybody's trying to get to mm-hmm. school. But um, it was really nice to like go into more of a professional setting and, and make more, uh, um, like more professional relationships, you know, mm-hmm. relationships that, you can uh, you can come back to and you can contact those people in a professional professional setting not just like a hey you want to hang out type of thing but like right you know hey uh, who do you recommend for this kind of stuff or you know what whatever it is that you're looking for in, in your work so so it's good to like it was really good for me before graduating to get a sense of that professional setting okay because once i graduated it was kind of like it was almost like i had a step ahead because i already had a lot of contacts so when I started working full time as you know as the project engineer, it was it was good because questions would come up during work, and I'm like, hey, like I know a guy that that works in that field. Or, ah. Hey, like I I know someone that that can take care of that for us. You nice. Know? So so yeah, like you're you you hit the nail on the head by like all those connections that you make, mm-hmm. um, they're all really important because you never know who's gonna be the next lead. You know, right? Like, uh, it could be someone you went to school with five years ago, or someone mm-hmm. that you just met a week ago. You know. And yeah. uh, it's really good to like make good relationships and healthy relationships and uh, keep keep people's uh, contact close, you know, because you never know when you'll need right, something right, from right. someone when so, someone's gonna need something from you. Yeah, that that's perfectly well said, Jose. Uh, so with that being said, I mean, you, you said we were highlighting the importance of networking. I mean, I'm just curious, yeah. um, how did you go about like networking? I mean, it seems like I, I'm I'm gonna touch on another t- uh, topic on this too later on. But uh, it mm-hmm. seems like you're not just you're not just landing these networking opportunities, right? Like, did did yeah. you have did you have a way where you kind of just like um, you know, went about and looking for people, or were, were most of these things you were just at the right place at the right time? Um, when it when it came to school stuff, um, I definitely did go out looking for some of those uh, connections, um, especially you know, I think I feel like everybody's done this at least once, where like if you're um studying for exams or something like you'll go out and um you'll just like kind of notice who's been studying or like you notice like study groups and you'll just try to join a study group or something right, like that right, right. and like, that's one of the things that i definitely did um you know after after class i would always go and uh, hang out at the computer lab because i knew that's where people were writing the reports mm. and stuff and um i wouldn't necessarily go around and like introduce myself to everyone but i would go in and i work on something and then you know if i had a problem you know i'd go up to, to the nearest person and be like hey like my name's Jose. I'm, you know, we're in the same class, and that's cool. I was wondering how you were going about this problem, or what you did for this and that, and hmm. you know, and that that really helped not only to like to get better grades and to, like to improve, but it helped to kind of build a base network of mm-hmm. of, uh, of students, you know, of like right. other people that are that are doing the same stuff as you. Um, so that's kind of how I went about it, like as a student mm. and as a professional. Um, the one thing that I always do, which I actually got from my boss, he's, he's taught me a lot of stuff over the last like year. Um, but, um, one of the biggest things is that, you know, a lot of times, 
um, we'll be looking for materials for a job or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll call someone and, you know, for example, let's just say we're looking for for two by four pieces of wood, you know, something just random. Right. And I call someone, like, hey, do you have this this material, this thing? And they'll be like, no, we don't have it. And instead of instead of being like, okay, thank you and hang up, I always ask, do you know who you might know have somebody this? else who might? Oh, exactly. yeah. I say all the clients, bro, <laughs> or my guests yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah, and I mean that 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 in itself, that sentence, that just like, do you know someone, or can you refer me mm. to them? That thing yep. has been gold, man, because it is a golden um, rule. Just, yeah, it just it's been so easy to to um to just build a network, and now I know, um, like if I'm looking for something, now I know I've got three, four options of mm. where I can find that thing or. And the, um, the, the funny thing is usually, you know, there are two to, I would say, I think it was four to six people behind the people, the, the people told me that you, who you're really looking for when it comes down to networking. Mm-hmm. But that, that is yeah. a, that's a very key like tactic. Even so, like, you'll know who's very, I guess, uh, serious about the work. And those are usually the ones to where you can start asking for things. And that's why, yeah. you know, it's, I think it's also important to, um, be able to introduce yourself like know exactly what you are because if you represent yeah. yourself if you place yourself at the right time just doing this often enough people will say hey i know someone who might be perfect to you i do it all the time yeah. when people tell me like oh this is what i do oh wow but anyways yeah i think it's really important to be able to put yourself out there in a way where hey you're 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 bold about yourself and that's that's always been the vibe i've gotten from you bro so that's good and the other thing that i i also mentioned i i also want to highlight is the fact that you're willing to network, like you're willing to do yeah. it. Oftentimes, I think people go into the college the mistake just to acquire a college degree or just to finish their school, you know, and then they miss out yeah. on the fact that like in between those years is actually one of those important parts that you can solidify a career, right? Yeah. Where, where would, uh, how would you describe yourself like in the sense of um, your pursuit for a career? Like, like um, I guess I, I'm, I'm more asking like what 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 were you what did you see for yourself while you were in college you know like what what did you think of yourself as so i i can start off by saying that i i didn't think i was going to go into engineering mm-hmm. um because i didn't get an engineering degree i didn't do stuff like that right um so I, you know to be honest i never really thought like oh i'm going to be an engineer yeah? i thought that you know i'd be like a like an environmental technician or environmental scientist or um, like do consulting or stuff like that, right? And um, so for me, the way I went about it is like I wanted to make sure that I went to school and um, I, I took my classes very seriously, you know? Like not just so much of like, oh, let me get in grade, but like let me learn from this class, you know? Mm. And, um, you know, I had professors that, that um, they were, you know, um, for example, I'll, I'll continue with that example of that solos class. You know, the, that soils class, the professor that I had, he's the lead, like, soil scientist in the world, you know, and he's here in Hawaii um, for one reason. That's because Hawaii has the most soil types of any place on Earth. And, you know, this is a random fact that I wouldn't have known unless I took that class, mm, you know? Yeah. And, and it's kind of like, um, it's, there's certain things that, that I made sure to take away from all of my classes that I knew, that I knew would translate outside of school. You know, so it's not so much like, oh, let me learn the ins and outs of this book or let me make sure that I learn everything on this lecture. It's more like, let me, let me, you know, pick and choose the stuff that, that uh, my professor says is important, you know, mm. like if my professor like keeps repeating something or keeps, you know, 
mentioning something or the importance of something, I know like, okay, there's a reason for that, you know? So as I went through all my classes, like I knew, you know, this is all setting me up for my career. This is all setting me up for life outside of school. So like, I got to make sure to, to get the most out of it and to really, um, you know, take my study habits like professionally, you know, and that's not to say that like, if you get straight A's, you're not doing it. No, it's just that like, you got to make sure that, that you don't walk out of every class. Like, you know, you learn everything, you spit it out on an exam and then you forget it as you leave, you know? It's being intentional and intentional to applying it. Yeah. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's, that's always been key when it comes down to anything. Okay, cool. I mean, uh, well, I mean, just one question before I move forward with the next part about you. Um, If there was anything that you can tell your younger self in college, what would that be? Uh, Let's see. There's a long list of things that I'd tell myself. Um, Let's let's pick one main one. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, I I think the biggest thing I think would, um, that I would tell myself would be to um, hmm. I think the biggest thing would probably be to um, to really like pay attention to the to the small stuff okay and uh, to really like like even though I didn't make like a like a decent amount of um, connections and stuff right kind of network a little bit more mm. um, and um, be more willing to like uh, or here I'll put it this way: be more open to dialogue with like with everyone, not just like people that I think would be like right, right, right. Like just talk to everyone because everybody's got a story. Everybody's got you know um, something that everybody knows something that you don't, you know, and you mm-hmm. know something that other people don't know. True. And you know, it's it's all about just going out and learning as much as you can and um, being open to those experiences and to those relationships, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's probably what I would what I would tell myself to you know be be more a little bit more involved when it comes to like reaching out to other people mm. that's cool that's that's a good little tip for yourself cool and then a scale mm-hmm. of one to ten i mean how satisfied would you say you are where you're at right now um and why i i, I differ i mean a lot of times i feel like a 10 because i'm like okay, okay like I'm, I'm working as an engineer and making good money and i live in hawaii and mm-hmm. you know a lot of times it's a 10, and then other times it's like well you know, this isn't really what I envisioned for myself. Right, right, right. So it's kind of like, not to, not to say that it's the wrong thing, but it just kind of like, I have to question like, okay, this isn't what I was preparing myself for. Mm-hmm. But, and like, I have to ask myself, is that a bad thing? Or mm-hmm. is it like, is it a good thing? You know, like, like, am I, am I in a good place? I'm like, should I basically like, should I complain about where I'm at? Or should I just be happy where, mm-hmm. with where I'm at? And, exactly. You know? So you question that aspect, right? Especially, you know, not everybody gets to, graduate with a career right away so like that's taken into perspective yeah, that makes yeah so there's yeah there's a lot of things that are like big time pauses you know a lot of things that i that i am grateful for and and uh, a lot of things that um you know make you really count your blessing you know i was like mm. i didn't really have to work uh at finding a job you know right i was basically you know i um i was talking to my dad the other day he kind of told me that you know i was handed this job and i had to make it clear to him like I wasn't handed this job, you know, I worked my ass off exactly. previous to me graduating. And, you know, I kind of proved myself and, uh, make you show him this podcast I, to let him know. <laughs> yeah. and I'll, I'll send him the link. Shout yeah. out. Shout out to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like, it's like you, you work hard to get to where you are, you know? And, uh, that's, I, that's why I, I feel okay with where I'm at because I okay. know that I work to get here, you know, right, right. You like long story short, I work to get where I'm at and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm proud of that. 
Okay, cool. Right. Well, we're kind of wrapping up in the episodes. I mean, what what does your kind of your what what are you looking for for the next couple of years? I mean, what's your vision looking like? Yeah, so I'm so I'm I'm sticking around here uh, for a little while longer. Um, I, I mean, it's it's Hawaii, so I don't I don't really want to leave. You know, it's the only thing is that now with this whole COVID stuff, it's like you know everything's kind of on pause, so you can't really mm. go to the beaches and do all the kind of right, stuff that. Right. We're living on paradise, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but uh, eventually, you know, I'm long term, long term, I'm you know moving back to to California at some point. Um, okay. All my families, my family is like really important to me. So um, okay. at some point, you know, I gotta gotta go back there and and be with my family. And then at, at which point, you know, I'll start looking for jobs similar to what I'm doing or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, kind there's of, things you can uh, apply too. Yeah, and exactly, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm continuing to learn a lot while I'm in this position. Mm. Uh, that way, I can keep building my resume and um, gaining a bunch of skills that are transferable, or you know, that that they translate to whatever next position I have. You know, the right. next chapter of my of my career as a worker. You know, <laughs> right, right, so, right. Cool. And uh, so, I guess uh, let's finish it off with where can you be found for anybody listening. What was that today? Where can you be found for anybody who wants to connect with you? Oh, uh, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, all is Serrano though. So same username I've had since like junior high, I think. Okay, cool. <laughs> so cool. It's, it's all been at Serrano though. And uh, you can follow me there, um, especially for like anybody that, that um, has questions about like Hawaii or even corner um, um, and stuff. I've done, I've done some outreach already um with some um some students here in hawaii and like you know what to expect from college and stuff like that and um and uh, you know working as an rn i'm sure you you uh you saw some of this too working on campus but like you kind of uh learn to to talk to students and kind of um like um for me at least it was like you learn how to uh explain college to people you know, yeah. you know how to take your experiences and translate it to something that you can communicate with other people to kind of give them an, an idea of what to expect or yes. um, just basically support anybody that, exactly. that needs it, you know. So, of course. I I'm think open when, to any, anything like that. Yeah, and that's that's super dope. I mean, yeah, totally reach out to them, guys. But um, I think this is it, Jose. Thanks for uh, being a guest here for On The Go Voice. Um, it's a pleasure having and talking to you again through this way and for anybody yes our pleasure and for anybody listening hope you guys enjoyed this episode of post-college section we'll see you guys in the next episode have a good rest of your day